Welcome to New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, where we envision to build a biblical community of loving believers, which have a personal relationship with God and each other, modeling the pattern of lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we prepare our hearts and minds to hear and receive the Word of God from the man of God, Senior Pastor Rev. Nathaniel Wood. In the scripture verses that precede our selected text for today, we are introduced to King Solomon who was the son of King David, who was God's appointed leader of his people, the nation of Israel. King David has died, and now Solomon has become Israel's new king. King Solomon was not a perfect king, but he tried his best to follow in the footsteps of his father David and honor God in all of his ways. God favored and blessed King Solomon and said to him, Solomon, ask for whatever you want me to give to you. And King Solomon asked God to give him a discerning heart or wisdom in order to properly govern God's people and to distinguish between right and wrong. God was pleased with King Solomon's response and tells him, since you have asked for this and not for long life or wealth for yourself, nor have asked for the death of your enemies, but for discernment in administering justice. I will do what you have asked. Plus, I will not only do what you have asked, I'll give you a wise heart, but I will also give you what you did not ask for, both wealth, honor, and long life. And my brothers and sisters, it was not long before King Solomon's gift of discernment had to be employed. The Bible tells us that two women came and stood before King Solomon. Deacons, their names are not given, but what they were was clearly exposed. The Bible says 
that these two women were prostitutes. They were women who made their living in the sex trade. They were what some of our old mamas would call loose women. They were living their lives in direct disobedience to God's word, will, and way. We are told that these two women both gave birth to a child. Actually, the Bible tells us the sex of the children. There were two boys. So both of them were not only prostitutes, but both of them were mothers. Now I use the word mother in its most general sense. And that is one who gives birth to a child. But we know that real motherhood is more than just giving birth. It is raising and nurturing a child. Listen. Though these women were living dishonorable and sinful lives, though these women had a bad reputation, and though they had a major issue in their lives, the Bible says that they brought their issue to the king. And I am so glad, New Providence and friends, that we can bring our issues, our failures, our mistakes before God, who is the ultimate king. And guess what? He will not reject us but will allow us into his holy presence. Uh, let, let me digress for a moment. Let me say right here that some of you mothers who at the time you gave birth were not living such a holy and righteous life and you conceived your child out of wedlock listen to me good you've got to move past the guilt of the past and you must move Past the names that other people called you or labeled you 
at that time. You know why? You are not what you were. Oh, wait, 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 wait. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, man or woman, they are a yeah, yeah, new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold. Yeah, yeah. The Bible says that one of the women spoke up and said to King Solomon, this woman and I live in the same house. And both of us were pregnant at the same time. I had my baby first. And then the third day after my child was born, this woman also had a baby. We were alone. There was no one in the house but the two of us. During the night, this woman's son died because she lay on him. So she got up in the middle of the night and took my son from my side while I was still asleep. She put her dead son by my breast and took my living son in her bed and laid my living son by her breast. The next morning, I got up to nurse my son, and he was dead. But when I looked at him closely in the morning light, I saw that it wasn't the son I had given birth to. And then I confronted this woman about this, and she said, no, the living boy is my son, and the dead one is yours. New problems and friends, can I raise a couple questions from this discourse? Can I raise a couple questions? The, the, the woman says to King Solomon that she and the other woman were present in the house. She tells Solomon, we were there alone. Just us. So, my question is, where was the daddy? I, I wonder, Deacons, was he just a sperm donor? And nothing more. I, I wonder, was he a deadbeat dad? Was he only in?
interested in getting the cookie and nothing else? Was he not interested in staying around and raising his son? On this Mother's Day, there are too many mothers who are living and raising children with an absentee father. Oh, okay, it's going to be one of those sermons. I knew it, but let, 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 me, let me move on. The woman told King Solomon that the other woman laid on her baby and killed him. In other words, she smothered her child to death. And I want to ask some of you mothers today, are you smothering your child or children to death? I'm not talking about having the genuine love and concern and care that you ought to provide for your child. But I'm talking about smothering them with unrealistic and impossible goals that you set your child or children to accomplish in which they don't have the capacity. Oh, Lord, I knew it was going to be like this today. Are you smothering your children with your unmet goals? Are you smothering them by trying to live your life through them. Oh, okay. Mm. One, one more question. One more question. I got. I got. I got to ask this. The woman told King Solomon that the other woman took her dead son. And put him in her bed. And took her living son. And put him in her bed. Miss Lucas. This is my question. Why would this other woman. Think. That the mother of the living child would not be able to recognize her child. Maybe, just maybe, the other 
woman thought that both of their sons looked alike and the real mother would not recognize the difference. Why you say that, Pastor Wood? Maybe, just maybe, since they were both prostitutes, they could have both slept, oh, come on, y'all, with the same man and conceived by the same man, which would cause the boys to possibly resemble the father. The, the only other thing that could have possibly happened were both of these prostitutes were sisters, which possibly could have resulted, Lord have mercy, in their sons favoring each other. I don't know, I don't know. You don't know either. The Bible doesn't tell us. But the other woman thought that the real mother would not know her child. And I stopped by New Providence to declare that a real mother knows her child. A real mother won't let anyone cause her to deny her child. Uh, okay, lest I keep you too long. Let me move on. After hearing the two women speak, King Solomon has a dilemma that he must rule upon. One mother says that the living child is hers. And the other mother says he is not. So, King Solomon creates a test of true motherhood. This is what King Solomon says to his servants. He says, bring me a sword. And when they brought the sword, he gave them an order. He said, cut the living child in two and give half to one and half to the other. And the Bible says that the woman or the true, real mother, whose son was alive, 
was deeply moved out of love for her son and said to King Solomon, please, my Lord, give her the living baby. Don't kill him. But then, y'all, goodbye readers, check out what the other woman said. Neither I nor you shall have him. Cut him in two. Woo. Notice with me that one of the women brought the living child with them before the king. I don't know which one brought the boy, but somebody brought the boy in the presence of the king with them. And on this Mother's Day, let me encourage some mother to keep your child in the presence of the king. In other words, don't stop praying. <laughs> keep on praying and lifting your child or your children in the presence of the Lord. And let me suggest something else. Either start or keep on bringing them to the house of the Lord. Make the house of the Lord a priority in your life and in the life of your child and children. Yeah, yeah. Somebody say, make it a priority. Make it a priority in your child's life. Make it a priority over sports. Make it a priority over shopping. Make it a priority over leisure. Make it a priority, oh Lord, over anything that you might now be putting before the God you serve. Okay. I said that King Solomon created a test for true motherhood. King Solomon, in essence, says to these women, I know that both of you want the living child. Both of you say that you are his mother. But do you want 
what you want at the expense of what is best for your child. Oh, Lord, yeah. Hold, hold on there, hold on. Look, they they got to hear this clearly. <laughs> Solomon says, I know that both of you want the living child. Both of you say that you are his mother. But do you want what you want at the expense of what is best for your child? King Solomon says, basically, I'll give you what you want. But your child will have to die for it. And my sisters, the true test of motherhood is this. Do you want what you want? Or are you willing to sacrifice what you want for what is best for your child? Can I say that one more time? I know some of y'all writing this down. The true test of motherhood is this. Do you want what you want? Or are you willing to sacrifice what you want for what is best? For your child. <laughs> In other words, are you more determined to have what you want at the expense of killing your child? Oh, Lord, it's so quiet in here. King Solomon tells them that in order for them both to get what they want, he will just have the child cut in two pieces. The real mother, even though she knew that the living boy was hers, was willing to sacrifice. Come on, somebody say sacrifice. She was willing to sacrifice what she wanted in order that her son would live. And let me tell you about a real true mother. A real true mother oftentimes must relinquish what she wants and what she desires in order to meet the needs of her child or her children. Yeah. 
What are you saying, Pastor Wood? I'm saying that a real mother understands that some sacrifices must be made for their child or their children to have life. <laughs> some of us got to learn how to sacrifice some of the clothes we buy. Some of us need to sacrifice some of the handbags and shoes we purchase. Some of us need to sacrifice some of our booze. I'm, I'm talking about relationships. Sometimes it's not good for your children or your child to see a different man in the house every couple weeks. Okay, I know I, know I wasn't going to get a lot of amens today. That's all right. When, when, when King Solomon heard the real mother's request, and when he heard the request of the other woman, King Solomon knew who the true mother was. King Solomon said, give the son to the first woman. For she is his mother. In other words, this woman passed the test for true motherhood. She says, I am willing to sacrifice what I want in order that my child or my children will get what they need. And as I close this message, I, as Passive New Providence, want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the mothers that are present here today. Thank you, Lord, for them sacrificing what they want in order to give their child or their children what they need. Thank you, God. Thank you for the sacrifices they have made. Some had to make sacrifice because of absentee fathers, but they made the sacrifice. They worked two jobs. Worked overtime, came home and had to cook and clean and, and, and wash dishes and wash clothes and do all kinds of things in order to make sure that their families are surviving. Thank you, Lord.
for mothers who brought us into your presence and keeps us lifted in your presence. Thank you, Lord, for mothers who truly know us as children. <laughs> we may not look like their child all the time, but thank you that they still know us. <laughs> thank you that our mothers would not give up on us. Continue to pray for us. Continue to care for us. And continue to keep us before God. We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's word on this day. We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Verena, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.NewProvidenceBaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.